Welcome to Emerge Dynamics. Emerge Dynamics. The podcast for those who manage and invest in middle market private companies across the globe. globe. We're telling the stories of the unsung champions who take enormous risks every day to weave the fabric of our societies. Those who collectively, from the multi-trillion dollar largest market on the planet, we're diving into the dynamics of what makes some of them emerge from their peers and create incredible returns and impact on their communities. This is Emerge Dynamics. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Emerge Dynamics podcast. I'm David Cusimano here with Eric. Hey, David. How you doing? Doing wonderful. Great. And Eric, happy to be wrapping up. Our mini-series, within our series, right? We did a mini-series on the value builder drivers within our series on business value. And today we're going to talk about the last value builder driver that we have not yet gotten to, and that's customer satisfaction. Yes, very important. A little bit more than satisfaction is, will that customer be willing to promote your business on your behalf? Because that is the real key. Absolutely. And a lot of business owners assume that they have satisfied customers. They may assume that most of their customers are satisfied, and that might be right. But we need to think, is that good enough? Or could it be better? Could it be better? That's right. Right. Eric, tell us, you said, are they willing to promote your business? That's right. Unpack that a little bit. Yeah, well, there's a thing called the Net Promoter Score. That came out of Harvard, I believe. Maybe oh, Bain? Bain? We'll, we'll put Harvard. it in the I'm show not, notes. Not, we'll get it right. We'll yeah, get we'll, we'll get that. We'll give proper credit. But the net promoter score is actually a mathematical calculation that you do. But it's basically, how do I segregate the customers who are going to promote on my behalf versus the worst case is that they will actually detract from your business. They'll go out and actually talk against you. Versus that middle ground, which there's a big middle ground oftentimes that we might call satisfied customers, but they're really kind of neutral. Yeah, they'll buy from you again. They're generally okay. They're satisfied, but they won't go that extra step, which is to really go out there and promote on your behalf. And the which reality is the best is, marketing and that's the best marketing you can ever have right. is to have satisfied customers. They were not just satisfied, they're so satisfied. They're willing to go out there and spread the word. Raving fans is a term that I've heard before. Yes, 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 exactly. And as I said, it's actually a mathematical calculation that gets that net promoter score. It's a process that you can go through by going and surveying your customers. And there's only one question that you have to ask them on a scale of one to 10. How likely are you to promote this business. So maybe we could talk a little bit about that, just the mechanics of it first, and then we can get a little bit more into why that's so important. Absolutely. And often when we do surveys, our temptation is to put so many questions. I want to know so many things. So here's 50 (laughs) questions I want to know, because if I can get people to answer all these questions. I know more about my customers. I know so much more. I can respond to them so much better. And It is true. If you could get people to answer all 50 questions, you would maybe know more, but you're not likely to do that. I know me. Usually after three, I'm done. I'm I'm not doing anymore. (laughs) This is pretty well researched and used by thousands of businesses across the world at this point. The net promoter score system I'm talking about. People have found by using this one question, I think sometimes they'll include a second question, which is a why, which may or may not get answered. But if it doesn't get answered, it doesn't affect the score. Eric, I think there's two really big benefits to it. One is It increases the chances that the people will respond. Research has found that people usually respond more accurately than they would to other types of surveys. 
So that's a really big benefit is that we get good data and we get a good understanding of where we are. The second really big benefit to doing this is it takes something that's qualitative in nature, like how satisfied yeah, my, my customers are satisfied. Okay, what right. does that mean? It right. quantifies it. So if I'm trying to increase customer satisfaction, I now have a quantitative score that I got from this survey. I know where I am. I have a benchmark. And now as I'm working to increase customer satisfaction, I can do this again in some future time period. And I can know, did my initiatives work? Are my customers happier today than they were before? I think more importantly than that, or as important as all of that, is specifically because of the focus of this one question. Yes, we've got the quantitative benchmarking and we can see how we've moved long lines and show how we're improving, et cetera, et cetera. But the key to me is this is measuring on a quantitative scale, how likely are you to have customers out there that are promoting on your behalf? And again, I'll just emphasize, that is by far the best advertising that you can possibly have. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, I know when I'm out and I'm looking for a particular product or I'm looking for a particular service or anything, I am searching for valid reviews or valid responses. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for those ones. Would Mm -hmm. you buy this again? Think about when your friends tell you, Eric, you've got to go see this. This guy's amazing what he can do. A trusted person just told you so-and-so is amazing instantly. There's credibility. There's credibility, yeah. right? And, unless there's some less credible friends. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes, exactly. It just adds to it. And you are that much more likely to go out there and either research it or, better yet, actually go and utilize the services of that particular person or buy that particular product. And, you know, I'm thinking of a story I heard many years ago that helps me Puts a little bit more meaning to this as to why this is so important. I used the term raving fans a few minutes ago. Yes. When I was running an aviation business many years ago, there are industry leaders in aviation training out there. Their names are John and Martha King, and they have some advice on running businesses, specifically for aviation businesses, but for all businesses. And they talk about why it's so important to have not just happy customers, but raving fans of your business, which is a similar thing to these are the people who will promote. They use the example of a restaurant. They say, imagine you go into a restaurant and you have an okay experience, or maybe you're slightly not okay, right? (laughs) Maybe the food wasn't that great. The server was a little rude. And the manager comes around to the tables and says, how were things going? How was everything? You don't owe this person anything. And most people are nice people. Most people are non-confrontational. And what are they going to say? They're going to say, everything's fine. And they're going to walk out the door and just never come back. Unless you've really wronged this person. If you really do something wrong to this person, then you're going to hear it. I don't know. There's a roach in the (laughs) dinner or something, right? Then you're going to hear that. But for the most part, if you just give them a mediocre or a slightly bad experience, they don't owe you anything. They're not going to give you any feedback. You're just going to never show up again. So it's you only know where these people are if they're raving fans or yes. they're really mad. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. And so it's... Because the raving fans are also, oh, this was fantastic. And right. you've got a clean, the way home, clean home. plate. There's nothing left on Eric, there. I got to tell you about this dinner. Yeah. You have to go to this place. Yeah. yeah. And now you're probably oh, going to go. Awesome. So right. this is why this is so important. 
I know so many businesses have just happy customers, but just reiterate, that's why this is one of the value drivers that allows you to quantify where you are. This not only helps you internally benchmark where you are and where you can go, but also a potential buyer. When you can show them this and say, look, we don't just have happy customers. We know it. Here's our score. Here's our improved score the second time we did this. How does this translate to valuation? And when you can calculate that and you've got enough numbers in there that it's meaningful, then you can benchmark against your industry, against others, et cetera, et cetera, because this is a very widely used now and widely This is not Eric and David thinking something up. This is very prevalent. Just for everybody, just real quick, just on the quantitative side of it, the calculation is it's one question. And on a scale of one to 10, how likely are you to use our services again? Or how likely are you to promote? So what we call those, as you say, the raving fans are the ones that score a nine or a 10. Likely to promote. They're likely Mm -hmm. to promote. And those folks that are in that in-between are kind of ignored. And then you've got the ones who are in the one to threes that say, not only am I not going to promote or buy your services again, I'm, I'm going, going to tell everyone I'm telling how everybody how dissatisfied I am. So basically, the <clears throat> net promoters, if you will, or those raving fans, left those detractors is what gives you the number, the score. Mm-hmm. As we said, it's very widely used and it's benchmarked. And so there's a lot of ways that you can see how you're doing in relation to others in your industry and elsewhere. Let's tie it into valuation. As we've said so many times, valuation comes down to future cash flow and riskiness of that future cash flow, right? And of course, the growth rate of the cash flow. Well, when you've got raving fans, when you've got (laughs) lots of promoters out there and you can quantifiably demonstrate that, that tells a buyer they've got a whole lot higher probability of strong future cash flow. Yes. Therefore, they will pay more for your business. And so before we wrap this up, Eric, while we're on net promoter score, because I think it's so important and I've seen some recent examples of this, You can do a net promoter score assessment for your customers. You can also do a net promoter score assessment for your employees. Yes. People call it often E, net promoter, not electronic, but employee net promoter score. Right. Other terms is for what's the engagement? What's the employee engagement that you have in your company? It's the same principle is are people just showing up for work? Those middle ground folks that are pretty passive, right? They're not really raving fans of the company, nor are they detractors going out there and bad-mouthing the company. But they're just, hey, they're showing up. Their body might be showing up. Their body's showing up, yeah, but not necessarily their hearts. So it's the same kind of thing, is how likely are you as an employee to actually promote to others to come join the company and Mm -hmm. become part of that Mm -hmm. company. So you can do it for them as well. And same kind of thing is if you've got raving fan employees inside of your company, that's just a fantastic indication of your culture, culture, how how well they're going to serve the customers. And in turn, then what does that mean for your net promoter score? Because if they're serving the customers and all likely your net promoter score is going to be. The customer net promoter score also. Customer is actually exactly right. Recently, I saw a company that did this and they thought our employees are generally happy. Everything's okay. Well, they did in an employee net promoter score. And it was gut-wrenching to read the results. (laughs) And I remember reading them with the founder of the company, with some of the leaders of the company, and seeing them react to what they were reading. Because that was one where you gave a qualitative question as well, or a couple of qualitative questions. It was a standard employee net promoter score. Well, I should take it back. There were some additional questions (laughs) that were added in. 
And so we could see some of the reasoning. But I tell you what it did. It turned that founder from liking people before. There was no ill will toward the employees before. But reading that candid assessment turned it into just short of an obsession, I would say, with employee engagement. Yeah. That was about a year ago. And I can tell you completely confidently that company is worth incredibly more today (laughs) because their employee engagement is at a new level. And it's so much nicer to see this organization. Well, on the score per se, as the movement with that Mm. score and then what that really means qualitatively for you. Because that's where the 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 real value is being created. I'm glad you're clarifying that, right? The goal is not to get your score up. (laughs) This goal is to increase engagement. Happy, satisfied, engaged employees and customers. That's how we make our impact on the world, make the world better. This is just a quantitative way to attempt to measure, in a very good way, how to measure how we're doing with that. Exactly. Exactly. All right. That's a great way to wrap up the value builder drivers there. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So we've got some more fun coming up. I think next we're going to do EBITDA or financials distortions. Mm-hmm. Everything we've talked about so far, you may be looking at it wrong if you don't understand if your financials are distorted. So yes. we'll get a little technical, but you need to know this. And we've got a guest coming up as well soon. Exciting stuff to come. Indeed. All right. So with that, we'll sign off. 